0: Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast. This week on the podcast, we're talking all about junior year. We're so excited we got to chat with UGA leader Emily Berryman and Clemson leader Kate Lolly, who were juniors last year. We got to chat about everything from unexpected changes of plans to boys to how to combat FOMO and how to trust God with our future. This was such a great conversation. Hope you enjoy. Um, Hey, y'all. Welcome back. This series is called What I Wish I Knew Before, and we're interviewing some amazing girls that we know who have just been through this particular season, whether it's a year in college or through the other side of Rush, so that you incoming freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors can get a little better idea of what to expect, but also just hear some wisdom from someone who's already been there. Um, Today, we have two amazing girls on the podcast. We have Kate, who's a leader at Clemson, and we have Emily, who's a leader at UGA. So you girls don't know each other yet, but by the end of this, I feel like we're going to be very good friends. So will y'all introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm Kate, and I'll be a senior at Clemson. And so as you are just started at Clemson, it's been really amazing so far, and I'm excited to do this.
2: And I'm Emily. I'm a leader at Georgia. I'm also going to be a senior and as you are has been around in Georgia but I just started leading this past
1: year so it's still kind of new for me too
0: what is y'all's major and where are you
1: from I am a marketing major and I'm from Atlanta Georgia nice and I'm majoring in psychology I'm on
2: the pre-pa track and I'm from Dallas Texas um
3: well y'all we are so excited that you guys are here it's gonna be amazing if you're listening to this and you are a rising junior have no fear because kate and emily are about to tell you all about it but there's no reason to be worried because it's just another year of college hopefully you already feel like you have a little bit more under your belt you're gonna be an official upperclassman now you juniors rising juniors Um, And so Emily and Kate, what did it feel like to be an upperclassman? Like moving out of sophomore year into junior year, was there a big difference? How did it feel walking into junior year? Put yourself back into this moment last year. You're walking into junior year. How did it feel?
1: I think the difference was that going into junior year, like you become more focused on your future and you start to have to think about what's next in life. And you're starting to take classes that are more focused on your major. So it kind of puts you in a perspective of like, Oh, I need to know what I need to do. That was kind of like the big difference. I feel like for me,
2: I think going into junior year, I almost like put a lot of pressure on it. Like I thought that being an upperclassman, like I let that label kind of have a lot of weight and that it was going to be so different and like that I was going to be different and like the classes and everything. But I mean, I think this kind of goes with that expectations versus reality. I think I got to junior year. I'm like, okay, it's the same school. I'm the same person. Like Mm -hmm. if nothing's changing, like nothing's changing. Also like with that, I think becoming an upperclassman, I think I gained some confidence. And I think that also went with being a leader for as you are. And I had an exec position in my sorority And I feel like I finally felt that like I had a voice and like I could make changes like at UGA or like even just small scale, like with the people around me. I think freshman year and sophomore year, like you feel so small, especially like Georgia and Clemson are such big schools. You kind of feel like you don't have a say or like you're just there. And then I feel like uh, this past year, that kind of changed a little bit. Mm
0: So I'm curious about this. I know that for me, I found the campus ministry that I wanted to be involved in my second semester freshman year. So for me, by the time junior year rolled around, I felt like really connected with my people and I definitely felt a lot more settled Um, for y'all. Have you guys found a campus ministry that you love and have you found a church that you feel like you belong at?
1: I have a church, but one of the reasons I wanted, as you are here, is because I feel like there wasn't like a ministry that I felt super plugged in with. So that was something going into junior year that I had on my heart was like, as much as I am stressed about the future, the importance of being present and wanting to pour in and be poured into through relationships here with my church, but even just like, friends that love the Lord and how that can be just as impactful. That was kind of how I got plugged in.
2: Yeah. I feel like in Athens, I mean, there are good churches, but I don't feel super plugged into one or any like school ministry. And I think that that's why as you are, was like such a, almost like the saving grace. Cause I was like, I didn't have that like freshman and sophomore year. And then whenever I, I really like dove into as you are, like I got it through that. Awesome.
0: Um, so this is a question that I always like to ask because I don't know about y'all, but I tend to go into things with expectations. When you went into junior year, did you have an expectation of what it was going to be like, whether from a school standpoint or a sorority standpoint or a friend standpoint? Um, And then what was the reality of that expectation?
2: Um, I think this is any like new year of college. I don't even think it's specifically junior year, but I just like look forward to all the date nights and all the football games. And like, I think a lot of times in college, like we think in terms of like the events and like the weekends and all of that. And I really feel like junior year, I almost felt a shift of, like what I thought was so fun, like freshman and sophomore year, I began to like value different things where like I wasn't like living for the weekend anymore. I think I started to like find joy in having those like spending time with friends and almost like slowing down. And I think, and I, I think it's a good thing, but it was kind of a weird like shock because I was looking forward to all those events. And then I got to junior year and I was like, I kind of, I don't know. I didn't think there were, not that I didn't think there was fun, but I almost just found fun in like other things. Yeah. Like
0: all of a sudden, like a night in sounds really fun. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's so weird when it changes. I do remember in college when it was like going out every weekend and like even going out during the week and stuff like that was so fun. And then eventually you're like, do you guys want to come over and like wear (laughs) a and watch a movie? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, when you're a freshman and sophomore, those things are exciting
3: and new. And then, like, by junior year, you're like, we're going on year three of this. Like, um, I'm tired. And, yeah, I also feel like by junior year, and maybe I would love for y'all to speak into this, but you kind of start to have your friend group a little bit more settled than you do freshman, sophomore year. Was that y'all's experience? Yeah, definitely. How did that shake out for you guys, like, going into junior year? What did that look like?
1: Well, honestly, like, my expectation... Cause I feel like freshman, sophomore year, you're still kind of meeting friends and you're still kind of forming that group. And so going into junior year, I think I expected to like continue to form the group and continue to meet more people and like grow my group. And I think that's really what I learned this year was that the expectation of me having a huge group is great, but also like now quality of friendship. And depth and intentionality is so much more important than like the quantity of it. And that became something junior year that really stood out to me. I'd rather have people that I can go to and have depth and talk about the Lord. um, And I don't need like a 30 person friend group and continue to meet more people. And that's really what the Lord highlighted to me with friendships is Like, he'll have your people, and then if he wants you to meet someone else, like, he'll put that person in your path, and he desires that for us to meet new people, and so he'll do it.
3: How has your friend group shifted since even your freshman year?
1: My friend group has been similar, like, pretty much for the most part throughout college, but what I noticed is like every semester, everyone has different classes and different schedules. So some semesters I'm closer with some people. And that was hard for me at first, because sometimes I'll just latch onto a group or latch onto a friend. But I have started to see it as a gift of like each semester, everyone has a different schedule. So you're going to be closer with whoever's similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of a gift to be able to get to know someone more that you normally wouldn't in your friend group. Yeah, I feel
2: like. For I don't know how the housing works at Clemson, but like for Georgia freshman year, you're in the dorms and then sophomore year, you're in the sorority house. So junior year is really like the first time you aren't living with like all of your friends, like 80 of 80 girls or whatever. I think the friend thing was just I mean, junior year, it was like very formative of like you spend time with people that you like reach out to and like intentionally like try to spend time with. So I think with that, my circle got smaller, but those relationships were a lot deeper. And it's so different, like living with six girls versus living with like 80 girls.
3: Yeah. Your friend group gets just like a little bit more funneled. Like you still have like the wide group of friends up at the top, but like the people that you're closer with, those
1: relationships start to actually like go deeper. Hmm. Definitely.
0: Um, what was it like for you? Both of you girls are out of state. So Kate, you're from Georgia going to Clemson and Emily, you're from Texas going to Georgia. And I just wondered what it's like your third year, like, At first, it feels like it would probably be really fun going out of state, being away from home, but how does it feel, like, junior year, being an out-of-state student? Do you feel like you've started to feel at home, or do you still feel homesick, or what can other, like, out-of-state girls expect?
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like I definitely have made, like, Athens my home, and, like, now that it's my third year, I do really feel comfortable, but also, like on the other side, like it made me appreciate Texas more. And I think, I think it was just like an eye opening thing where I appreciate both places so much. So it's like, I get sad, like leaving both places, you know, yeah. but I definitely feel like now that it's my third year, or I've had three years that it feels like home.
1: Yeah. Honestly, same. I feel like now I just see Clemson as home and I think I've just become more independent. I'm like, super close to my parents, but it's not like I feel like, oh, I need to go home all the time and see them, which I think has just grown my dependence more on the Lord. Like when I do feel homesick, learning how to be dependent on the Lord here and be present here. Um, And sometimes being put in the situation of feeling homesick is good because I started to realize that's when I was like the closest to God because It's not like I could just up and leave because I have class the next morning,
0: you know? I think that's a really good point, Kate, because like, even if we're not like an out-of-state student, I think there's still a lot of times in college where you just, you do feel homesick because no matter what year you are, there's always like something that's going to put you out of your comfort zone. And so I think it's really cool to use that as an opportunity to grow your faith Do either one of y'all have like a good tangible example of what it looks like to like take a moment of feeling homesick and like turn it into growing closer with God.
1: Yeah. I think this past semester, there were a few times where I was homesick, but also I was so stressed here with school and future and a million other things. And honestly, when I start to feel like that, I feel like the Holy spirit gives me kind of a check that first i can be aware of that and then i'll like go on a walk or go drive and just spend time with the lord and like bring my bible or just like go on a walk and fellowship with the lord and talk with him um and that like has really helped me because it's been more like i know that this will help me and maybe i don't have faith right now that i'm going to feel 10 times better in 20 minutes <laughs> But I noticed the next day, like, oh, I feel stronger and I feel more settled here, because I've invited the Lord into this. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome.
2: And I, I feel like the Lord, like that's been a constant in our lives. So it's like whenever you are feeling homesick or uncomfortable, that kind of is the one thing that, I mean, no matter where you are, even if you were like in a different country, it's like that's like your one like constant. So it's like anytime going back to the Lord and like spending time with him, I could really feel like the peace that he gave me.
3: you all feel like I, you touched on it a little bit, but like feeling stressed about the future and like you are still so far from graduation, but you're starting to already think about that, which I think also is just like a culture flaw, honestly, in our American culture. Yeah. We're so future oriented. it like makes it almost impossible <laughs> to be in the moment, but for y'all, how did that, like, how did you handle that going into junior year, throughout junior year? Like, was that a stressor or not? It I, definitely
1: was. I feel like it was just like always talked about. And there is pressure here too, of like getting a job and knowing exactly what you want to do with your career when you're 20, 21 years old. How I learned to handle that was if I surrender that to the Lord like he will take it and run with it and give me immeasurably abundantly more than I can ask, think, or imagine. So I started to, when I go to these like career fairs or have to like, feel like I had to network with people this semester. Like I would just ask the Lord to give me just a sermon on it and giving that to him in the moment was hard, but over time, I noticed I just didn't have as much stress about it, even though the people around me were talking about it. I was kind of in my own world, knowing that I had given it to the Lord. And I mean, I still went to career fairs, and networked and put on the business professional, but I think I just had over time, a different perspective about it than I did coming in.
2: Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me, I think mine's a little different since I'm like pre-PA. So it's not really internships. It's more just like volunteering or like the summer working in a hospital. But I think um, the biggest thing is like comparing yourself to the people around you. And like you said, Kate, like everyone talks about it. And so like it obviously is like, I don't know, it's almost like shameful if you're like, well, this person got this internship and blah, blah, blah. But I think the biggest thing that the Lord has showed me through that is that there's not, like, a timeline that you have to stick to. Like, your timeline is your timeline. Like, you don't have to write when you graduate, like, start this job. Like, there's not, like, a certain way to do it. And almost just, like, having peace with that, that, like, it's the Lord's will. I think that has helped me a lot, like, this summer and junior year and going into senior year. So good. And so true. Like, that's
3: honestly a lesson for the rest of our lives. Like, we can't compare our timeline with somebody else's like they're all different. And then when you graduate college, like some people are getting married, some people are moving to big cities. Some people have kids. Like it's just always a different timeline and, I think when you're in college, it's harder to remember that because you're all juniors in college. So you're all on the same timeline, but things are unfolding at different paces for everybody. And I had no idea, no idea what I wanted to do after college. Even like second semester, senior year, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: help, help. So, so many people do a fifth year now. I was thinking about that. Like, you know, I guess it really is true that if you don't know what you're doing junior year, It's not a bad thing and you're not alone, but it may mean that you end up doing a fifth year, which by the way, I literally know so many people who did. I do think that when it comes to comparing our paths and especially junior year being sort of like the tipping point into like thinking about your future, I want to talk about boys for a second because I think that's an area that is tough for everyone, like comparing yourself with your friends' relationships, comparing yourself against other girls if you feel like no one's asking you out, or comparing your, like, future trajectory if you're not dating anyone yet, or if you are dating someone, putting a lot of pressure of, like, is this the right guy or not? And so, first of all, do either one of y'all have a boyfriend, or have you dated in college at all? No, No, I haven't okay so what does it look like to do date nights well what does it look like to go on casual dates well what would you say are the do's and don'ts of everything from dating to date nights junior year
2: i mean i think the most fun date nights have been the ones where i mean it's not like you're asking the guy because you like want something to happen like i think the best ones are like the guys that are like you know they're good friends they're going to be a good date they're gonna you're just gonna have fun. Like I feel like with date nights that's usually what I look for. Because I don't picture date nights as like you're going on a date. I I think of it like you're there's this event and you want someone fun to go with.
1: Yeah, same. I feel like if you bring friends it's less pressure, but also there were so many times I feel like junior year you start to care less what people think in a sense. And so I was like I don't have to bring a date to every single one because this past semester we had one almost every week and that was fun. Cause then we would just get our friends together and like go as girls that kind of like made it fun and you could just dress up and, you know, take cute pictures. And there wasn't a lot of pressure. Um, but honestly, I think it's so, I have so much respect for people that like don't bring dates 24 seven because then they, are like comfortable with their friends. Um and honestly my favorite nights and my favorite memories are from the nights that I didn't bring a date. But if I do, not putting so much pressure on it, like, oh my gosh, I have to date this person or I have to like them. Cause that just honestly ruins the whole night.
2: Yeah. Me and my friends, there's so many date nights that so we don't none of us bring dates. And then it's fun because then, like, y'all can just run around and you don't have to worry about, like, a guy following you around or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
0: So how do you guys feel, like, now on the other side of junior year? Is there pressure today? Like, do you guys have friends that have serious relationships or are a lot of your friends also single?
1: I have kind of a mix and I haven't dated in college And so I think there was part of me last year that felt like, shoot, like I should have my person. And then you start thinking, well, oh no, I have to get married when I graduate. And then you just get on the spiral. And something I really feel like God has taught me this past year about dating is like when we are walking with the Lord, like he hides us to an extent where we get to have this season to focus on healing and growing from things. So when we do end up dating, we actually can enjoy the relationship in the fullest because we're not worried about those things that we need a time to heal from. And that has been so great this past year because I feel like I've been able to grow so much with the Lord so much in other areas of my life, whether it be like body image or future or family, like things that I need time for just me and the Lord. It's beautiful actually to be hidden and to have this season, Mm -hmm. even if it feels like there's outside pressure. And some, someone told me this recently, the importance of dating and meeting that person is to compliment them and not to complete them. And that really changed my perspective because we have this perspective of like, well, if I'm dating someone, then I'm complete, but it's actually you're complete before dating anyone. That really has helped me in the single, the single season.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's so good. I think a lot of people our age, we think that like, Oh, if I just had a boyfriend, like all of my problems would go away. Like I'd be so happy. And like, I wouldn't care about like body image or like I wouldn't care about these problems that are weighing on me I think that's just I mean so false it like sounds crazy to even say it I think that's so big of like realizing that you have to like work on yourself before like going into a relationship
0: yeah and it's so easy to think like when you feel lonely or when you feel homesick or anxious or any of those things I think that as girls a lot of times we think yeah if we had our person we would feel safer But at the end of the day, I love what both of y'all are saying, because if you can practice trusting God in those moments of feeling anxious or homesick or lonely, then that's what it looks like to walk with him. Like he's leading you through that season and he has a purpose. And if you believe that he has a purpose for this season, it's not just that like guys don't like you. And it's not just that, you know, there's something wrong with you that you haven't found your person. It's that God has a plan. And so the more that you walk with him and believe that the more you'll see like, yeah, he's protecting me through this season. And he's like showing me things about him and about me that I need to know in order to like commit well to my person one day. And yeah, I love that. um, Like even talking about just bringing friends to date nights and stuff, like that's a really great way to keep yourself from feeling lonely and just like have a ton of fun and not focus on like not dating or whatever. Do you guys feel like you've become
3: more sure of who you are and like who the Lord has created you to be? There's so many voices and like people with different expectations of who they want you to be. But how has that played out trying to stay like true to who you are over the last three years of college?
2: I feel like growing up, like your faith is almost a result of like your family and like all these people pouring into you. Like in high school, like me and my high school friend group had a Bible study and then I would go to camp every summer. And then like, I would go on all these church trips. Like it was very much just like given to me, which I'm so thankful for. But then I got to college and I think it was like a wake up call because freshman year, it's not like anyone's waking up on Sunday mornings. Like, oh, you want to go to church? It's like, if I want to spend time with God, then I have to do it. Like I have to like set the that time aside and It's, it really like showed me that my faith is mine and it's not like my parents or my Bible study leader or
1: anything like that. I guess for me, I would always have these retreats or I'd have like a camp I would go to. So there was always like this high, I would be on with the Lord and then come back to normal life. And so I feel like in college, it's been key to learn what dependency on the Lord looks like. And that has kind of been the past three years of learning what it means to invite him in to your everyday life and not put pressure on like, oh, I'm just going to meet him in church or I'm just going to meet him in a retreat. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that has what has gotten me closer to him throughout college, but also created a beautiful foundation for when I leave that I just know that I know that I know that my identity is in the Lord because of the time that I've spent surrendering, fellowshipping with him. So yeah.
0: What's your biggest learning moment, which is like another word for a loss, but we're going to flip that (laughs) positive.
2: True. Okay. I'll start. I can think of my learning moment in and Emily. I think y'all know that me and my friends like had that whole housing issue. So the beginning of, this past year, we basically like didn't know where we were living. Like it was all falling through. It was just terrible. You all know, we're supposed to stay and live in an
3: apartment, right? Yes. done.
2: Yes. So Which we is- had to like scramble and then we ended up like getting in an Airbnb and also like our other friends with houses were so generous and we're like, y'all can stay with us. And we're like, it's just, it's not the same, not having your own bed. <laughs>
3: No, yeah. <laughs> just the fact that the apartment complex was like, y'all will be able to move in in
2: the fall. But that wasn't done. Yeah. That's- also, like, while that was happening, like, we're starting junior year. So it's like, we're starting all these new classes. And I just felt so not in control. And like, there was nothing that I could do to like, make my apartment complex be built faster. Like, also on top of this, like, I had family stuff going on. And I just, I've never felt, I think, like, In my life, I've never felt more out of control, and I feel like I learned, like even though like you can be living in chaos, that doesn't mean that like my response has to be out of control. And it's like I'm still in control of how I respond and who I am. Like it doesn't matter where I live or what's happening around me.
0: Did that apartment complex eventually get finished? It eventually finished. I think in like
2: October. I I know.
3: That's awful.
2: I know. It was definitely a learning moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think my learning moment was like FOMO is such a real thing in college. Like anytime people do anything and you don't go, you have this feeling of like, shoot, I'm missing out. And something I learned junior year Is the importance of protecting your peace and protecting yourself. It's not selfish to prioritize how you feel. And if I need a day or need a night to just stay in, whatever that may look like, I think that I learned like FOMO is really just in your head because you have those intentional friendships and you know your identity. So it's not like things are going to change if you miss out on one or two things, you know?
2: I feel like it's the biggest relief when you like notice yourself not really getting FOMO anymore. And you're like, wow, like this is good. But I also like, it kind of reminded me, I feel like sometimes with FOMO and like these things that we all feel like, I feel like there's a deeper rooted problem that Mm -hmm. like makes us like get anxious when we're not somewhere and like, feel like we need to be at every event and stuff. And so I almost feel like it's helpful to like, look at it from that perspective. Well, am I insecure in my friendships? Is that the reason why like I like not being at every event makes me anxious? Almost just analyzing it like that deeper rooted problem is helpful, too.
0: That's awesome. Um, Okay, this is the one that we like to end on. Take yourself back to this time last year. Like it's the summer leading into your junior year. If you could go back and give yourself and the rising juniors one piece of advice, what would it be?
2: Mine would be, I think the biggest thing I would tell myself that it's okay to feel lonely. I realized that junior year, just because you're not in the sorority house with all your friends and like everyone's doing their own thing and feeling lonely is probably like one of the worst feelings. And I think it makes it worse just because we believe like the myth that we're the only ones feeling that way. When in reality, like everyone has seasons of loneliness But I also think it's in these seasons of loneliness where you like lean into the Lord and you discover like Jesus in a whole different way. So I think I would just tell myself that it's like, it's okay to be lonely and also like take advantage of this season because like, you'll learn so much about God in a way that like you wouldn't have.
1: That's so good. I was thinking that when I was thinking about this question, because freshman year, people are always like, it's okay if you're lonely, but then when it's junior year and you feel lonely, you think, oh no, something's wrong with me. Cause I was just supposed to be freshman year <laughs> when actually like, it's going to be the rest of our lives. We're going to have seasons of feeling lonely or fearful or whatever it may be, but like finding the Lord in that is actually the most beautiful and growing and sanctifying thing. So I totally agree with that. Um, but I feel like my, if I could give myself advice going into junior year would be your assignment, whatever that may be, whether it's class, future, um, your job, whatever your assignment is, is not your purpose. My purpose is ultimately to live in God's image. Like, that's what he called me to do. He's going to add everything else. Like, I love the verse that talks about seek his kingdom and everything else will be added. Like, if I'm seeking the Lord, if I'm becoming more and more like him every day, then he's going to give me discernment for school or my job or the future. And it makes it so much less pressure on your assignment when it isn't your purpose or what you're living for.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I mean, the thing is when you graduate, you think, okay, I got my degree or like maybe you found your first job finally. But it you're like questions about your purpose don't end there because like what what happens when you feel like you need to change a job or like what happens when you feel like you're supposed to change cities or or if you haven't found a job yet and it's like past the deadline. So I think it's so good to remind ourselves that yeah, we are placed here for a purpose, and it's not necessarily what we're doing with our lives. It's like how we steward ourselves around other people and like how we follow the Lord. So you guys are so amazing. I'm so excited that y'all are both going to be leaders this year. So it's going to be a really good year. And thanks for y'all's time and your wisdom. Thank you so much for jumping on
3: in the middle of summer. It's so fun to see you guys. Thank y'all. Yeah. yeah nice thank y'all. You. See ya. All right. See ya. Bye.